If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Do you like Cocker Spaniels, keeping score at baseball games, and knitting? I love all of those things, but that's not what this podcast is about. I believe time is valuable and how we spend it matters. That's why I've aggregated a decade of experience running my business and my passion for personal growth into short 10-minute episodes. This is Photo Business Help. Join me, Natalie Jennings, twice a week for lessons on everything I've learned on my journey from high school teacher to full-time photographer and business coach. I'll dive into marketing, meditation, and content creation, photography basics and organization, and the power of a healthy mind, body, and spirit connection. If you want to grow in business and live a better life, join our community of motivated, open-minded creatives. Let's do the podcast now. Is that good? Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode number 23 of the Photo Business Help Podcast. I'm Natalie Jennings. This is another Seven Laws episode. This is part two, chapter two of the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. If you haven't listened to episode 11 yet, the introduction, I recommend going back and doing that. It'll give you a much better idea of what this series will be all about. This book is seven parts, and this is part two, um, but the introduction will be really, really helpful. So that's episode number 11, and part one was episode number 17. I'm spacing these shows out a little bit so you can have some time to digest and practice implementing what you're learning into your life. As the podcast intro mentions, I believe strongly in the importance of nurturing our entire mind, body, and spirit connection in order to run a healthy business and live a balanced life. So I've decided to dive into my favorite bits of wisdom I've leaned on and learned from and to share them with you here on the podcast. I believe that more business podcasts need a dose of all the pieces that make up the entrepreneurial journey. So So not just the how-to business stuff. After all, we're human beings and human beings are complex beings. If you're into exploring this holistic view of personal growth in order to be more well-rounded in business and life, I encourage you to pick up a copy of this book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. It's very small, but very profound. And since I won't be reading entire chapters, just highlighting some actionable concepts, I think that it's important if this stuff, especially if this stuff resonates with you, to dig in and revisit it on your own. I have a link in the show notes uh, to the book, or you can head to jennings.photo forward slash seven, S-E-V-E-N, for my Amazon affiliate link, or just go to a bookstore. But that's jennings.photo forward slash seven, S-E-V-E-N, to get a copy of the book to reference as we go through this. Before we jump in, I'd like to share another amazing review with you guys. This is from Kelly Ferg. It says, a nourishing snack for photographers. 
I've listened to all of the episodes thus far and have enjoyed the short nuggets of information Natalie provides. She covers an array of topics from self-care, biz strategy, tech and gear, tools for organization in a genuine and down-to-earth way. Her desire to support, nurture a community and provide resources is evident in her voice and approach. Every time I listen in, I feel like I'm having the most satisfying snack and conversation with a friend. Thank you, Kelly, for taking a minute to support this show. Your feedback is very appreciated. I love hearing about what you guys are loving and what you're learning from. If you're tuning in and you're finding value on this show, leave a review. They help podcasts like this one to grow and reach a wider audience. And they're great fun to read for me um, so that I can plan better content and know what you guys are digging and what's what's resonating with you. So go to Jennings.photo forward slash review to leave a review for the show. That's Jennings.photo forward slash review to leave a quick review for this show. Thanks again, Kelly. I appreciate it. And let's dig in here. Uh, Part two of Deepak Chopra's seven spiritual laws of success is the law of giving. I'm going to read just a short chunk introductory paragraph or two so you have an idea of where he's going here. And then I'll break down some of the actionable things that you can bring into your life. Quote, The universe operates through dynamic exchange. Giving and receiving are different aspects of the flow of energy in the universe. And in our willingness to give that which we seek, we help the abundance of the universe circulating in our lives. The second spiritual law of success is the law of giving. This law could also be called the law of giving and receiving because the universe operates through dynamic exchange. Nothing is static. Your body is in dynamic and constant exchange with the body of the universe. Your mind is dynamically interacting with the mind of the cosmos. Your energy is an expression of cosmic energy. The flow of life is nothing other than the harmonious interaction of all the elements and forces that structure the field of existence. This harmonious interaction of elements and forces in your life operates as the law of giving. Because your body and your mind and the universe are in constant and dynamic exchange, stopping the circulation of energy is like stopping the flow of blood. Whenever blood stops flowing, it begins to clot, to coagulate, to stagnate. That is why you must give and receive in order to keep wealth and affluence or anything that you want in your life circulating in your life. End quote. This is a lovely chapter. It's really simple, uh, but I think it's really powerful in its message. I'm not going to read directly from the chapter, but instead share with you guys a few things that resonated for me. As always, as I've said before, I recommend getting a copy of this book so that you can read along and um, dig in a little deeper if this stuff speaks to you. The core of this chapter explores the idea that you must give and receive in order to keep affluence circulating in your life. There needs to be a flow and movement. I love that he mentions that true giving is done without the feeling of loss or begrudgingly. It's something that should feel good to you, which is why there is sometimes I think this darker energy around consumer holidays like Christmas, where you often feel obligated to give um, rather than just inspired. It's a strange in my opinion, it's a strange human construct, especially um, since he goes on to mention intention should always be to create happiness for the receiver. I think we've all felt the difference between last minute secret Santa shopping and seeing something in a shop and instantly and excitedly knowing who to buy it for because you know they'll love it. It's a totally different energy, right? It's a great practice 
in self-awareness to pay attention to the energy signatures surrounding the things you do and the behaviors you have. The chapter also mentions there must be joy in the act of giving. So pay attention to when that obligatory energy creeps in and ask yourself where your true intentions are for your offering and where it's coming from. Next, he encourages us to make the decision that anytime you come into contact with anyone, you will give them something. When I first read this, it sounded like a little bit much to try and remember to do this. I'm still working on it, but I found that making a routine disrupting daily goal does really strengthen the threat of habit until it's rarer not to do the thing and it becomes part of your behavior. So it's a little tough at first, but it definitely starts to become habit. Uh, And I love that these chapters, so all of the chapters in this book end with actionable how-to steps. And so for the law of giving, he suggests, number one, wherever I go and whoever I encounter, I will bring them a gift. I give something to everyone I come in contact with. I will silently wish them happiness, joy, and laughter. So I really like that the reminder, um, the reminder that gifts come in so many different forms. I'm not talking about just presents with the bow. And that, you know, even with a silent wish for, say, someone's happiness, you're continuing to keep that flow of, pos- of positive energy moving in your life. So the smallest things can still be gifts. Number two, I will gratefully receive all the gifts that life has to offer me. Nature, sunlight, birds, and gifts from others. So again, uh, a reminder to look around you at at the incredible abundance and the daily gifts we are given simply because we're alive on this planet. Can you find one gift you've been given today? Um, For me, it's a gorgeous, no cloud, sunny morning as I record this. Number three, I will commit to keep wealth circulating in my life by giving and receiving care, affection, appreciation, and love. And that's it. That's chapter two of The Law of Giving. If you're enjoying this series, if you've been impacted by this book, I actually would really love to hear your story and perhaps share it on an upcoming show, particularly these seven laws shows. So how has this content impacted your life? Send your answer to natalie at photobizhelp.com. That's natalie at photobizhelp.com with your answer to the question, how has this content impacted your life? Until next time, love and light, everyone. Remember, in all you want to achieve, consistency is key.